Hello, my beautiful listeners. Welcome to the Powerful Inc. Startup Stories podcast. This is the show where we talk to women who are building their business. We're in the fire. We're in the beginning stages now. We're not an overnight success. We don't have six or seven revenues. Maybe we haven't even had our thousands of lives of impact yet. But that's the whole point, right? We want to be real and we want to be together in being encouraged, feeling supported, and normalizing the startup process. And today's journey is um, with Danielle Hogel, who is a, I would say, fitness and empowerment coach for women and even specializes in girls. And like this, Danielle and I just met and I'm already so like excited to know her and to to merge worlds because the way that she's positioned her business speaks right into my heart and if you're raising daughters or have nieces or you know just care about the future of the world I think she's gonna touch your heart too um because she's just got so many beautiful things that we're gonna go through and um I want to get her talking but I just want to say that she's here on a mission to have to create a world where every girl and every woman looks in the mirror and loves who she sees. And if you've been hanging out in my space, you know how important this is to me and like loves who she sees inside and out, inside and out. So let's just get into this conversation. I know that it's just going to be gorgeous. Welcome to the show, Danielle. Thanks for joining me today. Hello. Thank you so much. I am so freaking excited to be here like I just before okay I know you have like things and you want to jump in and but before we do that I just got to say I've been like binging all the episodes of the podcast and what you are doing is so freaking special and so just I don't know just every time I listen to like a different story it was like oh my gosh that's me I can relate to that I can relate to that right and it's just like you kind of I think you said it even at the beginning like we're not alone. Like, Mm -hmm. thank you for making me feel normal. Thank you for like giving this space. Like, it's just so powerful what you're doing. So I really, really, really appreciate it. And I'm crying. (laughs) Good. Cause I already had tears. So we're, we're going here already. Oh, mind blown. Like you checked out the show before coming on. It's fucking awesome. (laughs) Of course. I had to know what I was getting myself into. I mean, what if it was like, you know, (laughs) <laughs> not to so like be weird but like what if it was like oh maybe I shouldn't be doing this podcast <laughs> but I'm a full-on crazy person so for sure you should make sure you vet me before coming on oh my god I love it I love it so you can see like our hearts are aligned and this is amazing amazing feedback that I so genuinely appreciate so you know, take us through your origin story then, because you are a powerful startup, like seven years of sitting on this and and being in the industry from what I've read about you. So tell me, tell me what the seven, eight years to now have been. Yeah, it's been, it's so crazy because like, it almost feels like yesterday, but then it also feels like a hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I just, it kind of, you know, relating to a lot of other people, it, I fell into 
entrepreneurship. I fell into business. It was never a plan. Like I, you know, you hear some of those stories where it was like, mm -hmm. I was 13 years old selling cookies. And I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, is that what I have to like, did I have to be born with this, like in my soul to like make this a thing. Um, but I, so I graduated from college with my master's degree in sociology. And so I've always been obsessed mm -hmm. with society and why we do what we do and how we think and how we how do we change society as a whole? Um, so that's always been like a real big passion of mine. But throughout college, I got really unhealthy. I was a dancer my whole life. Mm -hmm. And then I went to college and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in control of my food choices now. I'm mm -hmm. eating McDonald's twice a day. I'm going to drink six Mountain Dews a day. Mm -hmm. Like I just completely destroyed my body. Like I just didn't, I was never taught how to properly care for and see food as, you know, food as fuel and all those, mm -hmm. you know, things. And so I found myself after college, I started teaching um, sociology at a community college and mm. working in a domestic violence shelter. And both of those things combined was just, you know, just a lot of overwhelm. I took a lot of work home with me of just like, oh, yeah. oh my, this is heavy, right? It's very, very heavy. And then food as a coping mechanism as well, yes. presumably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then who wants to work out? Like, I don't, you know, I know some people are like, working out is so fun. I love it. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Okay. But so I was, you know, I was like, okay, I got to go to the gym. So I started going to the gym and I do love dancing. So of course, Zumba was my first option. I was like, okay, fitness is kind of fun. Like I can make this fun. Um, but I still almost saw it as punishment. So anyways, fast forward, mm. I decided that, you know, I was going, I saw a friend of mine posting on social media. This was uh, 10, 11 years ago, um, talking about how she was losing weight and getting healthy and like, you know, changed her mindset around this. And I was like, okay, tell me more. Um, and so I got started in the fitness world. At that point, I became a personal trainer, fitness instructor, nutrition coach, like all the things that I wasn't supposed to be because I love mm -hmm. McDonald's and Mountain Dew and all the things. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but I found this love of how do we make fitness fun? How can we see food as like our friend and not be stressed and overwhelmed by it? So I got into this industry that I was almost kind of against because in my mind, our bodies are perfect as they are, right? Yeah. Like I don't need to change my body to love myself. I don't. And so I really wanted, you know, that was my focus in my, in all of my studies was women's health. Like, mm -hmm. and how do we combat the marketing of our bodies, our objects? And how do we, you know, teach our girls like that your body is perfect as it is. And so I found myself in this like weird situation where I'm right. like, yay, do okay. fitness, eat healthy. Yeah. But also like love yourself exactly at the same time. And then I was like, okay, I can make it my own. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be what everyone else is doing. Fitness doesn't have to look like six pack abs and, yeah. you know, talk about eating salads. It can look my way. Yeah. And so I went on this whole journey, but in the back of my mind, I still had this thing where I was like, you know, I grew up hating, and I hate to say that now, but it's true. I hated my legs. I have lots of cellulite. I spent all my high school graduation money trying to get rid of it. So on some mm -hmm. procedure that was like, okay. you know, a scam, <laughs> like it didn't yeah. work. Um, so I did all the, I took diet pills and I did all the things to try to change my body. Mm. And so for mm. me, I just was like, okay, I also was one of the people that in college, even though I became a, you know, an instructor and all the things I 
was petrified to speak in front of people. Mm-hmm. Like it might seem like I'm cool right now and I'm easy to yeah. like, but you get me in a group of people and I'm like, I freeze, right? Freeze I just, okay. I struggle with really talking in front of people. And, and, and so for me, I was like, I don't want another girl, little girl yeah. to ever grow up that way. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to look in the mirror and think I can't wear shorts today, even though it's a hundred degrees because my body isn't good enough and it's not supposed to look this way. I don't want another girl to sit in a classroom with, you know, feeling sick to her stomach because a teacher might call on her, right? Mm-hmm. She is smart and powerful and brave and, and she's all these amazing things. And so for a few years, I kept thinking there has to be something that I can do to help the next generation of girls in addition to helping grown women, because I also know there's a trickle effect, right? Like when, mm-hmm. when we are confident, when we can look in the mirror, when we talk about food in a certain way, little girls hear us. And I, just to be transparent, I don't have daughters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have, um, I don't have kids, but I know that when I'm out in the community, if I'm in a changing room at the, you know, I'm at oh, whatever yeah, store, yeah. right. Yeah. They're going to see how I look or talk about my body. And so we all have such a big impact in this. And so I kept talking to all my friends and I'm like, oh my gosh, but like girls, like here's the issues. Here's what society is doing. Here's what marketing is doing. Here's what they're seeing on social media. Mm -hmm. We have to do something. And so I just kept having friends say like, well, what can we do? Right. And I'm like, what do you mean? What can we do? Here's exactly what we can do. We can set up a program for moms and daughters. And because moms, if based on social science research, we know that moms are the most impact. So yes, I'm a girl mentor, but what I say is awesome and will help. But what you do with your daughters is way more impactful than what I could ever do. So in addition, so, you know, so I'm like, okay, here's what we do. We set up a program where it's mom and daughter. They work together. They have communication. We talk about things like self-love and how to have health, you know, healthy friendships and how do we practice, you know, self-care, self-love. How do we choose good influences and how do we become Mm -hmm. a good influencer? Let's have Mm -hmm. those, like we can have those conversations And so this was about seven years ago. And my friend was like, well, what are you going to, like, what can we do about it? And you had the idea of that long ago. So I wasn't sure if something was stirring or if it was exactly what you've now created. Okay. So seven years ago, the idea was there clear as day. Yeah. And again, it just all, and it's hard for me to say like when the moment was, but like, again, studying sociology, like that is my passion. That's my love. And it was all about understanding how society impacts women and girls thoughts about their bodies and their health and nutrition and all the things. And so then it was just like, okay, I can't change all of society. If I could, if I could go change every magazine, all the social media marketing, I would do it. Like, let's just do it. Like I, I have the answer. Like if anybody is listening and you're like, I could change the whole society. I have the answer. I know what to do, but that's not realistic. Right. So then it was like, okay, how can I make an impact and one, like one mom, daughter, what do we do? Mm-hmm. And so that's where seven years ago, I was like, I had this idea, but then I was like, that sounds hard. How do I do that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I had the idea of like a subscription box, which had all the materials in it. And then it would be an online portal where they could get all these things. And then we'd have retreats and we'd have workshops. And here I am sitting here, like, I've never done any of that. I have yeah. no idea where to start. Yeah. And so I didn't start until just last year yeah and to the listeners Danielle's website now is exactly exactly what she just described so (laughs) take some comfort 
and wisdom from leaning into trusting yourself in that. Because, you know, we're even where I, I am in my journey, I don't care how long it takes. I don't care how long it takes as long as it takes. Mm. And if, you know, if you stay committed and it calls to you for seven years times 365 days is like over 2,100 days of this swimming around inside, taking up energy, taking up space, you're going to have to do something with it at some point, either let it go and into the wind, no thanks, let the, the ship sail, or decide, okay, now it's time because I can't stand another minute of sitting on this without taking action. And for sure, a lot of, um, you know, startups and even other business owners, like in my day job, a woman came in, she's starting a thrift store and she's been a waitress and she's older. She's like probably 55. And I was just like, so you you have an idea, but yes, running a business is a whole other thing. And you just express that, Danielle, as to like, how am I ever going to do this? And so like your website is, is well described. The subscription box is there. The business model is amazing because as like, you're so passionate, it's just delightful watching you come so alive talking about this. That's it's infused into what you deliver. And what's, what I really like about the business model is that it's, it's kind of like a product of the product where you're providing the tools and the support, but it's up to them to do the work. And this is like fitness. This is like weight loss. I, one of my favorite quotes is like, no one can lose the weight for you. You know, liposuction, sure, it's a thing, but the body that you get isn't necessarily equivalent to the outcome of putting the work in at the gym and, and the mindfulness around the food to get that result, right? There's no shortcut. Yeah. So, and the other beautiful thing that I love about this that's also very empowering is um, when a mom, ooh, and I've got two, two girls, when a mom is working with her daughter to empower her daughter, she's empowering herself by mm-hmm. osmosis like you can't help but not because now your kid is like your accountability factor for you to be an example of what you're telling them so it's a very very like completely holistic you know intrinsical win-win-win like all yeah. these gorgeous things and so now like take us into idea seven years and delivering it to the world like you know what were some of the hard lessons what were the surprises perhaps of getting a business figured out enough to be confident enough and I say that because you know progress over perfection to start marching it out into the world yeah oh man there's a lot right there okay so (laughs) I'm like where do I start uh I really appreciate everything that you just said. That means absolutely so much to me. And I will say, I didn't have the confidence. Um, you know, it's funny because I like teach confidence to women, but like, <laughs> I, I Well, this is why you do it. Do as I say, not as I am. <laughs> but you're becoming, right? You're becoming, it's yeah. part of your evolution. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't have like the ultimate, because if I had all the confidence that like I could figure this out, I would have done it seven years ago. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, so, of course. But last year it was just like, 
I just kept having conversations. And so that's one of the biggest pieces I think for me and mm. getting this started was leaning on a lot of other, like you're providing here, just a lot of other just entrepreneurs who mm. are willing to listen to willing to help you just kind of put your thoughts out there because I don't know about a lot of other people, but for me, I, I mean, I have two German shepherds, so they're really cool, but they don't really want to listen to me anymore and they don't really provide feedback. So like I sit by myself a lot and I just right. have the thoughts. And the yeah. more that we sit with our thoughts, mm -hmm. the more that they sound stupid, they sound hard, they sound overwhelming. And then when you sit down and you start talking to a group of other women or men, whatever, mm -hmm. but like just people that are supportive, you're just like, here's my idea. And they're like, okay, well, what can we do about this? And how could you do that? So for me, I spent the first half of last year really putting myself into communities that would allow me to have this conversation. So joining some membership type programs, meeting mm -hmm. up with just friends, just really being willing to put the idea out there. Cause I said that idea seven years ago and then I never really talked about it again. Okay. It was just in my head. Okay. And then I would see things happening, you know, mm -hmm. um, so many stories, but you know, I would pop on YouTube and I would type in female motivation. Don't mm -hmm. do it unless you want to get really upset. But I typed in female motivation and it was just all pictures of women working out with like very little clothing on. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, our girls are seeing this. Like who's mm -hmm. going to do something about that? Mm -hmm. Right. So kind of like you said, I just decided that if it's not me, then who? And mm -hmm. eventually, you know, that this dream and passion might find somebody else and they might do it. And then it's going to leave me. And that would be really sad. So mm -hmm. I started having those conversations and then I was just like, you know what? I'm not, conf I'm not really sure how this is going to work. But all I know is that I was born with this passion and purpose in my soul, and it's up to me to try it. And if worst case scenario, right? Like, it's, you were born with this purpose and passion in your soul, and it's up to you to try it. We're putting that on a t-shirt. <laughs> a million dollar yeah. quote right there, covered in goosebumps. That is the, the most beautiful and simplest way to get out of your own way to just go and do the damn thing. You guys say it again. I was born with this purpose and passion in my soul and it's up to me to try it. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> thank you for, thank you for pulling that out. Um, that means a lot to me that that was, um, thank you. Just thank you. So that was the purpose and passion in my soul. And so what am I going to do about it? And so then I just was like, okay, I decided in what would it have been end of May, I decided to just put it out to social media. Hey, we're doing this. I have a program coming out. There's a subscription box, sign up here, you and your daughter, here's what you're going to get. Awesome. And so then a month later, our first box shipped, um, wow. I, I just bought stuff. <laughs> Like whatever I wanted, like tangible product is a completely yeah. different beast than being an online, you know, service provider where it's just you doing stuff or selling pre-recorded, but getting inventory and boxes and shipping and addressing and all that stuff is a whole other beast, right? And I, yes. And I love when people are like, oh my gosh, I'm thinking about starting a box. How do you do this? And how do you make yeah. this money? And how do you do that? Yeah. And I'm like, those are great questions. I do not have the answers to those because <laughs> right now, right now it's fueled by that passion and that purpose. I am not, I'm trying to be smart, but look, I, I didn't go to school for business. And so any mm -hmm. business manager that would come into my business probably right now would be like, what are you doing? But honestly, right now I'm just like, 
fueling with passion and purpose mm -hmm. individually, mm -hmm. I'll figure those other things out. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, what do they, what do girls moms need right now? Mm -hmm. And so I just went there and, um, I asked for support. So I have a, a friend who, um, is an elementary school teacher. She is obsessed with, you know, empowering girls, empowering kids mm -hmm. in general. So I was like, Hey, you want to like be, you know, summer, you have summer now. Do you want to like yeah. help me some boxes? Like, yeah. would this be fun? I'll pay you with food. Um, and she's yeah. like, Oh my gosh, like that, like, that's my passion. Like that would be so fun. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, so I got out of my own way of, mm -hmm. I always feel like I have to be in control and I have to be the one where when I've asked for support, it's like, it's there. There's so many people that want to support you, mm -hmm. even if it's just liking and commenting on social media, which is so awesome, or maybe it's packaging boxes, or maybe it's just brainstorming ideas, like mm -hmm. getting out of our own way and being like, Hey, I need support. I need, you know, would this, could this be mutually beneficial for both of us? Um, mm -hmm. has really helped a lot. So we figured out how to package boxes. Yes, long-term, we know that we'll probably get to a point to where we got to outsource um, that, which is going to break my soul because we, you know, like all the little things are just so fun to like, you know, we package it a certain way, we sprinkle some sure. stuff in. Sure. So when I get rid of that and I have to pass that off, it's going to be a great blessing because it means we have lots more girls that we get to impact, yeah. um, but it'll be hard. So but then you could do like a VIP box that's still packaged by Danielle. Ooh, I love that. Right. And, and you can, so you sell, I don't know, limited edition of them per year so that you can stay connected to them and have a diverse, like diversify your product line. You are brilliant. I love that <laughs> idea. That's exactly what I'm going to do. That's so smart. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Who knew we were having a mastermind this morning? This is great. Um, well, you've already been doing it, right? So I, again, I'm going to pull out here because Danielle's so much fire. It's just be, again, so beautiful to watch her get so lit up on this, but um, I really want you guys to hear the number of times that she's like, I don't know anything about running a business. I'm not a business owner. I didn't sell cookies at 13. Ah. But yet she is smart enough, obviously, to know that she doesn't have to figure it all out by herself. Mm. Doesn't. Why would you? When we're babies for crying out loud or puppies, whatever you're raising, plants, you don't just leave them alone. Even nurture them. They're not alone. So these, these, you know, wild adult perfection pressurized expectations we have on ourselves. Forget it, guys. Forget it. And yes, people love to help. And asking for help opens the door to receiving. And if you want to run a business, you need to be able to receive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Danielle could be sitting in her office isn't like this. She doesn't have stacks of boxes all around her waiting for homes, <laughs> but she will get to that point before the next stages of business come. So FYI. Um, but if she wants to offer that, it has to go somewhere and she has to be willing to receive in return. And yes, again, people love to help. And when you are so infectious about what you want to do, people want to be a part of that. It's like when the sun comes out, you're just like, and you want to join yeah. in. Yeah, for sure. And and it's that 
you know, for me, I just knew that I had to just get some, I hate to say results because it's not really results, but I needed some of that feedback from the girls to be like, mm-hmm. okay, is this like, is my, Good. Yeah. yeah. Or am like, I crazy? Yeah. Can you yes. try this out for me? Yeah. 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 And so it was that first like round and then we had a retreat with a mother daughter retreat and just like my soul was just like on fire. And I'm like, yeah. no matter what happens, Cause I mean, shoot, let's be honest. Like there's been plenty of times within just the past year, it's not even been a full year where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe this is too much. Maybe there's other programs. Maybe I should just refer them to other things or do something right. different. Like plenty of times because it gets challenging and it can get, I, I mean, still asking for support. I still every day, like really sit by myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Until you know, those meetings happen or whatnot, mm-hmm. but just leaning on that, like, the pulling on those little moments to where the girls are, you know, we had a workshop that we did and the girls at the end were one of them, we asked for a feedback and she was like, I learned that, you know, about my body power and that I can make healthy choices for me. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. okay, it's all worth mm-hmm. it. No matter if one more, it doesn't yep. matter if one more thing gets sold, like this was worth it no matter what. So it's just leaning on, leaning on that has been, has been everything for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Seeing the impact. And you put that in the um, survey and take when I really nerded out on my recruiting guest. <laughs> I'm a systems girl, right? Like, oh, I take interviews. But that's all we need is like that one win whenever it comes and it reminds us and ties us back to why we're doing what we're doing and gives us enough to carry on just a little bit longer. Right. And then you'll be reminded in those pain points um, as to why you're doing this, because, you know, little Bobby and Sarah and Dee Dee are just waiting for you to show up. And then their moms are waiting for you to show up so that they can also feel the power of that transformation. Yeah, because right? as we spoke about earlier, like the reciprocal. So um, what was it like to host a retreat? Like, how did you advertise? Did you charge? Did you just do a beta test? How did you set that up? Yeah, so we we charged. And again, I asked for support. I had someone that I had met through social media. Um, she's Perfect. local to me. Yeah. And she runs retreats, but for women. So this wasn't like, you know, she wasn't in the girl empowerment field, mm-hmm. but she's, um, she empowers women and she runs retreats. So I was like, Hey, like, this mm-hmm. is kind of your field that you're really good at. What would you think of just teaming up? And, you know, like I said, you know, this is the first one. I just kind of want to get a feel if this is what I want to be part of my business model, or maybe this is like, not, not for me. Um, but let's run one and let's just see what happens. And she's like, Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Cause I've been thinking about, cause she has a daughter. She's like, I've been thinking about how cool it would be to have her part of a retreat. So like, Mm -hmm. this makes so much sense. So we decided to do that first retreat together and it was powerful. We had, um, so there were four total girl mom duos. We did charge. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we didn't make any money from it. I mean, we might've made like a hundred dollars, but you know, so it wasn't, we weren't like, Oh, let's make a million dollars from this retreat. It was really like, let's just see what this is like and let's cover our costs. So that way it's not coming out of our pocket. Um, and so it was, it was just really cool. It was really powerful. And then, so we are hosting another retreat oh, cool. um, this next fall. And then we're going to do another one um, in the winter. So it was one of those things where it was like, okay, yes, this gets to be part of the business model. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because there's, there's so much that you can do like in a retreat. And because of that, then with my friend who has been supportive, um, Mm -hmm. and a big part of this whole process, she, um, we've started hosting one day workshop for girls. We call Mm -hmm. them power parties because what girl, little girl wants to go to a workshop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, School on the weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we call them our power party. We, we, we theme everything power because like yeah. you with your business powerful. Um, so like in our, in our online portal, like we have power talks. So we make TikToks that are like informational and, you know, like mm-hmm. here's mm-hmm. how to have self-love, but like, so we call them power talks. And so, um, we have power parties where we go through some of like the key things that we want them, um, to take away. So those are just three hour workshops. Mm-hmm. Again, the first one, we really didn't make any money from, um, but again, it was, it was that. And, and I know as a business, we need to make money. And that's the goal because, and I used to be afraid of making money. Like, I think girls, women are conditioned to see money as, as bad. And we just don't talk about it. Um, where boys, I don't hear say that as much. Like I've never Mm -hmm. heard a man. And again, maybe I just don't hang out with men enough, but like, I've never heard a man say, I don't want to make money. I just want to help people. (laughs) They're like, I don't want to help people. I want to make money. Sorry, guys. I love you. <laughs> but we're playing deep in stereotypes. It's true because we want to serve. We're nurturers. We're, yeah. you know, givers of life, regardless of whether we have children or not. It's just inherent in us, Mother Earth, to care yeah. for. And again, why the receivership? Now, the other yeah. beautiful things that you're saying, and you're saying them just like breathing, coming out of you so naturally, important again to pull out is that at the beginning, it's not just a, it's not even not even just about it's not about making the money it's about getting the product out there and becoming the product and testing it and trying it seeing how it feels what it looks like um and the money will they're separate right it's really getting clear on what you have so now you have two products you have retreats and you have the box subscription which by the way she's set up in three different payment options which is also great so diversifying people's accessibility to paying for it is really important. Um, And you're just trying to cover the costs of it, which is also a very smart business move too. Yeah. Right. And you did your first collaboration at that other retreat and then it's catching fire. And and as you were talking about that, I'm like, oh, I'm going to follow up with you after because I have a collaboration idea. (laughs) And ping, 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 away it goes because you don't have to do it alone. There's enough for everybody. And the woman that you reached out to, you indicated it's not like a, a competitive overlap. It's complementary. And that's the like, it's the leverage of working together for the, it's so cheesy, but for the greater good of all versus working for self for like the greediness of self. Yeah. Well, and if I can also dig into that a little bit, It's so interesting to me. We constantly are telling girls, you know, support other girls, you know, Mm -hmm. they're your friends. Don't be a mean girl, which by the way, I freaking hate that. There's, there's a whole thing behind that, which I would love to share one day. But so, but if we're going to tell them not to be mean girls and we're going to tell them like to support other girls and love other girls and be kind to other girls, Mm -hmm. what, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Are we sitting behind our desk being like, I can't work with anyone else. I got to do this. She could do that. Right. Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. let's be the example. Yeah. Like if I ever have a little girl, like I want her to see other girls as her biggest, you know, her biggest cheerleader. I want her to know that girls aren't mean that like they're mean people, but like 
these are going to be people that understand you and can work with you and support you more than anyone else ever could. So like, let's lean on that. And so let's be an example to other, to little girls of like what true female women empowerment actually looks like instead of just posting it on social media. Yeah. yeah so, have to live um, it. yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, um, you know, and it's one of those things, like you mentioned, you know, making money too of, um, we have to make money at some point and we mm -hmm. have to get in that mindset of, let me go here first. I want to make sure I pull this out because um, I think it's really important to share that through this journey, like I've been saying, you know, I didn't make money from this. I didn't make money from this. And so a lot of people, if you're like me, you'd be like, well, how are you living? <laughs> like, how are you, how do you eat? How do you have a house? Like, how does that work? Um, so I want to be fully transparent here that when I first started building my fitness business, I worked at the university for five years mm -hmm. while building that. Um, and I loved it. I left that job. Like I left that full-time job to do my fitness business full-time. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, I like sat in my house and I was like, what am I doing? I don't know what to do. I can't function. My mindset is all messed up now. Like so many things happened to me. I thought I was going to leave my job and all of a sudden I was going to become a multimillionaire because now I have all this time and this is great. <laughs> and that's what I was sold. I was sold that idea that, yeah. that you have to, you know, that laptop lifestyle, and, you yes. know, flow days, coffee and clients. Uh. But when we've yeah. been uh, an employee for however long we've been an employee, like there is a, a very present structure around that and I've noticed like I'm still employed right but I've noticed yeah. the, the big difference is like at work the work comes for me I don't have to go out and find it and that's yeah. the difference with being an entrepreneur is you have to go out and find it every day or at mm -hmm. least every month <laughs> to pay the bills and do the next so there is an adjustment and you know um there's this new maybe not new but I'm really feeling um this messaging around being uh, an employed entrepreneur because mm -hmm. you don't have to just be one or the other and it doesn't mean you're not committed it just means that you're at that stage in what you're doing and one female business owner I spoke to went back to work and she wants to have the business and the job right so yeah. um yeah. adjusting so yeah it's like when you retire I've noticed a lot of people who when they retire after 30-year careers they're like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's so true. But again, like we're just sold this idea as an entrepreneur that like, yeah, you have all this time and now it'll like just explode so much. Yeah. And my just, it didn't feel good to me. And then, so for so long, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. This freaks yeah. me out. So then I started this business and again, I kind of had that mindset. Okay, sh this should be my all in. Like I shouldn't do anything else. This should be it. And then I read a book and now I can't remember. It might've been the original. And at the beginning of the book, um, somewhere talks about, you know, he talks a lot about um, success, very successful businesses, like huge, 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 like names we all know, mm -hmm. those types of businesses and how they started and how so many of them started and they still had job, like jobs, yeah. they were employed, yeah. um, they were employees. And so, and how that allowed them to have a mindset that allowed them to build their business. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, okay, it's okay. Like I can do this. Mm -hmm. So what I decided to do, I do love social media. I do love helping female business owners. So I started doing social media um, content and posting mm -hmm. and support mm -hmm. for other female business owners. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, and so that is how I pay my bills. Now I don't mm-hmm. seek stuff for that. I don't post about it publicly or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, I just have a few clients that I do that for, and I still work for the gym and it allows me to be like, okay, this is the money that I invest into this business yeah. because this is my passion. This is my heart. And then that will eventually make money. And then I'll say goodbye to some of these other things that yeah. no longer, you know, fuel me or whatnot. And, but right now that feels good that I'm like, I can build mm-hmm. this business without mm-hmm. stressing about the money because I have other things that allow me to do that. And mm-hmm. so just for any listeners that are like feeling that where you're like, oh, I should be all in on my business or I should, you know, I shouldn't have a full-time job or I can't wait to leave my job. Yeah. Maybe it's a blessing. And, you know, and I know that's hard to hear now because I was like, oh, I don't want my job anymore. Um, But, but just, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there just in case anyone is, you know, you hear a lot of these stories and you're like, how are you making money then? What are you doing if you're saying, oh, I'm not making money? Um, That's what I'm doing is I'm dabbling into my other passions and things that I'm good at to support the business that I know long-term down the road when, like you said, right. when the time comes, the time will come yeah. and that will be a huge successful business that will impact a lot of lives. And the more money I make there, the more I can support. Cause we do have, um, we are building out a sponsorship program for girls that. whose yeah. moms can't, um, aren't in yeah. the position to be able to afford it because I don't want to turn a girl away. Every girl deserves yeah. to hear this message, have support and mm-hmm. her mother to have the same. And mm-hmm. so that's where I'm like, okay, we get to start making money though, because the more money we make, the more people the that impact we can help. You can have yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Fire. I am like, I don't want to stop. <laughs> keep going. Um, but, you know, again, I just really appreciate you sharing that where, even though we may be looking, I, I try to talk about my job online to normalize that again, because it's, it's really okay to just be where you're at. Because in the grand scheme of things, it's not where you're always going to be. Like I've lived in three different provinces in Canada. I've had multiple different jobs. I've had different relationships, although I'm in my last one now, like my lifetime one. Um, you know, I've looked different. I've all these, and I'm, I'm a different age. <laughs> especially and all of that is okay so you do what you have to do and what feels right and you know that it's part of something bigger that's calling you forward and that's it and you know again with Danielle like the time that you um had this in you it finally came to a head and that's we either you know the pain of status quo becomes more painful than the the pain of change pain if it needs to be yeah. that um and the the real underlying tone that i felt in this conversation is really that that fully holistic approach to caring for ourselves as a business owner getting support for ourselves so that we can serve um finding people to work with practicing the messaging getting feedback trying things out the the big theme at time of recording in my life right now has been um doing something for the first time and having like crazy good results and then doing it the second time and not having good results and I'm like well obviously Mia like what did you think was gonna happen yeah but it doesn't mean you stop doing it yeah you know you don't lose 10 pounds on the first day of going on an air quotes diet Right. 
So play the long game and trust in that. Trust in that. Yeah. So I highly encourage you guys to go and find Danielle online. Of course, all of her links and things and bells and whistles will be in the show notes. Um, And you're just such a beautiful soul. You're so lit up. And like, obviously, this was the time for your incubation to come alive. So, you know, now you're off to the races. And I'm so excited to see what comes for you and to start a relationship like um, I had my first interview as a guest on a show and she was like, I don't want a one night stand. So I'm borrowing that from her because I don't either uh, forget the word solopreneur. It's all about the collaborapreneur mm. working together, supporting each other, passing each other around so that we all get to where we want to go. Because that is the true impact when when we're all joined forces in love versus trying to achieve an individual kingdom. Yeah. Oh my, can we, I mean, I feel like Boom. I should bow to you right now. <laughs> Please do. No. <laughs> and I will bow back to you. Yes. I love it. Just like, I, again, I feel like I could just go back and listen to that last, like two minutes of what you just said and be like, that's it. That's, that's it. like how everyone says like, that's it. That's the post. That's it. That's the message. Like you are so freaking powerful and I don't mean that in our cliche, like we both have businesses that are powerful. Like I just, you know, and that's, that's the point, right? Is women are so powerful and we are so much more powerful when we're together and when we're lifting each other up. And so I just, I freaking love you. No one night stand. This is a thing we get this to collab and yeah. listeners get to collab and yeah. we get to just lift each other up. And so I love this. You're amazing with what you're doing. And I appreciate you so, so, so much. Thank you. And thanks for joining me this morning. I'm just going to be on fire all day, glowing, glowing, glowing. And I'm just thrilled to have merged worlds and to go blow some shit up together. Yes. Yes, girl. Amazing. Thanks, Danielle. Thank you.